Welcome to the Strength for the Day podcast, hosted by Pastor Dennis Fountain of Moses Lake, Washington. Each of us need encouragement and hope for everyday life, and we hope that you will find that strength with us as we study God's Word. Let's dive right in and find strength for the day. Hey, good morning, and uh, welcome to Strength for the Day, coming to you, of course, uh, here in Moses Lake. Let's try this again. Good morning. I hope that you can hear me okay. And uh, we are coming to you from Moses Lake, where our weather is bipolar. Uh, We had a beautiful day yesterday, and Monday was in the 50s, and today it is snowing. So if you're in Moses Lake, welcome to our bipolar weather. But uh, I'm thankful for a new day. Had a good morning so far. How was your morning? It was good. Got the kids off to school, shipped the kids off. Mm. and just got ready for the day. Got a bunch of stuff ready for our couples event this weekend. So. All right. I have a couples event coming up. I Let's see. I got up and got to work out today. Brownie points. I worked out this morning. And then um, took the kids to school, had some Bible time, went into the school and beat a bunch of kids at ping pong. I try to do that every now and then. And so it was... Uh, it was good. Ed says it's sunny now. Well, it was snowing when I came in an hour ago, so I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it's, you know, snowing an hour ago, sunny now. Yeah, back to it's 50 Moses degrees Lake. later. It is Moses Lake. So, well, good morning. And um, of course, strength for the day. This is our time where we're just trying to get into the Word of God every morning and receive some challenge. Uh, this week and really recently, we've been going through uh, the Sermon on the Mount. And um, before we get to that, though, I just want to give you a couple of prayer requests. We've been mentioning some of our family prayer requests. Of course, we're praying for Arnie Rawlings and Hank Buckman, both of them in the hospital uh, with COVID and pneumonia. And so I want to pray for them. I believe Arnie might be getting out uh, yesterday or today. I haven't heard yet. And so keep praying for him. But then also, uh, if you would pray for a couple of family friends of ours, uh, Josh and Heather Tice. Josh pastors uh, Southern Hills Church in Las Vegas. And uh, his wife, Heather, her, uh, her father, went home to be with the Lord over the weekend. And so pray for them in Las Vegas. And then also a uh, good friend, Tim Rabin, pastors in North Carolina, and uh, went to Israel last year with him and his wife and had just a great time. But his father as well uh, passed away over the weekend. And so two folks in ministry just want to be praying for. I know there's a number of prayer requests out there. Maybe you have a prayer request you want us to pray for. Just throw that in the comments. I'd love to pray over that uh, later today and over the situation. So... Well, recently we've been going through uh, the Sermon on the Mount, and of course the beginning part of the Sermon on the Mount, uh, the context of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus speaking to his disciples. By the end of the message, there's a multitude of people there, Uh, but Jesus really begins to teach what would become his platform of just contradictory thinking. Hey, you've heard things said this way, I'm going to give you the truth. And of course, the first part of the message, the Beatitudes. You've heard divine joy and perfect happiness come from these areas of religion and riches and things. And Jesus says, that's not where divine joy and perfect happiness come from. It actually comes from a walk with me. Then Jesus spoke to the disciples to say, you're the salt of the earth and the light of the world. And so you need to determine to live out your Christianity. With that, he's saying, hey, your Christianity is valuable. You can be effective, but you have to let Christ live out Christianity through us. And then we came to Matthew five seventeen through the end of the chapter. And really all of this, and Hannah and I were just talking about it, all of it is kind of one theme. 
And the theme of the entire next portion, Matthew 5, 17 through 48, is man's inadequacies, but the sufficiency of Jesus. Hey, you are inadequate. You and I, we cannot, uh, in and of ourselves, we can't do anything to find audience with God, but we can through Jesus Christ. We can't overcome sin, but Jesus already did. We can't overcome death, but Jesus already did. And this entire next portion of scripture is completely about that. And so the first day of that, Matthew 5, 17 through 20, we just looked at the thought of man's inadequacies, but Jesus's sufficiency. Yesterday, we looked at this portion where Jesus gets into, you've heard it said this way, but I say unto you. And the whole context is him saying, you've heard a lot about religion, but I'm interested in your heart. And yesterday we looked at where Jesus said, you've heard it said, don't kill somebody. I say, don't even have anger against somebody. And Jesus talked about protecting our hearts from anger and from hatred. And then he taught us how to deal with issues. Um, I won't recap the lesson from yesterday, but uh, I know you and I have talked about it. As Christians, sometimes a lot of people have a wrong way of going about deal with ish, dealing with issues with others. Mm-hmm. And we find ways of like talking about people and talking at people. And uh, I know that, man... When we have an issue with somebody, it's better just to go to that person, deal with it, and not have hatred or anger within our heart because it's easy. It's easy to just get frustrated and angry at them. So, And today, the next portion of scripture is Matthew chapter 5 and verse 27 through 30. So I'll read those and then we'll look at it. Matthew 5, 27 through 30, Jesus said this, You've heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you, that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. For or because it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off and cast it off thee, uh, cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. Again, remember Jesus is speaking. I'm not interested in just the actions. I want your heart. And here we find Jesus saying, you've heard it said, don't commit adultery. But I say to you, don't even look upon somebody with lust in your heart. And again, he's speaking about our thoughts and our heart. Of course, we know the action of adultery is sin. But this is where Jesus says, I'm not interested in just the action. I'm interested in your heart following me. The law said, keep your body pure. Jesus says, keep your heart pure as well. Remember what he said to the Pharisees. Uh, Jesus said it this way in Matthew 5, 17 through 20. He said, do not ye yet understand that whatsoever entereth in at the mouth goeth out into the belly and is cast out into the draft. But those things which proceedeth out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, and the list continues. So Jesus is in this passage saying, hey, I'm not saying, uh, he, he says this, don't just not touch. Don't just not partake in adultery. No, protect your, protect your thoughts. And um, I know that you and I have had many conversations. What are some things that a believer can do to protect their thoughts? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that there's, there's a lot that Jesus is trying to get us to think about here because religion really, like you said, uh, religion ruins us. <laughs> it, it, it really is. Um, because, uh, 
religion just gives you a list of what not to do. And I think in our human nature, we tend to take that list and go, okay, how can I get around this? Like, what, what can I do? Because we do, our hearts are, you know, we have that sin and, um, and we need Jesus. And that's, that's what he's ultimately getting to here is that we have to have him in order to, um, to fight sin. I have to love God deeply. Uh, the more we love him, the less we're going to even want to try to get around our list of do's and don'ts. You know, it, uh, every religion in the world has their own list of what to do and what to not do. And mankind tends to try to find ways to cut corners, get around it. But um, when, when we love Jesus and when we see him as our savior from sin, um, and when we're really like understanding that's what the gospel, the good news of Jesus is about, is that he is saving us from sin. Um, not only once for eternity, for when we, when we die and when we go into eternity, but also for the day-to-day, he saves us from sin. Yeah. So the closer we are to him, the less we're going to even want to do the, the little things like, you know, looking at stuff on the internet that we shouldn't look at. I mean, how, uh, how abundantly available is this kind of sin now? I mean, even compared to when we were kids, it's just everywhere. It is saturated in our world. And, um, and so we have to love Jesus. There's, I mean, we have so much access to, um, to adultery, as Jesus puts it, just looking on, um, people outside of our marriage and, uh, and we just need to just love him. And the more we do that, we, we won't even be interested in that stuff. Yeah. I think that's definitely the greatest knowledge and wisdom that we can gain from something like this is there are there are things I can set up in my life so that lust doesn't be there but ultimately it's about who you love it's about loving Christ if I'm loving him in a greater way each and every day loving him is going to cause me to not want to be involved and not want to look at those things and allow that lust to take root in my life and so the first part of the, of the passage, again, remember, this whole thing goes together. All, all of these verses, and they're just too much to cover in a 10 to 12 minute podcast. Um, but verse 17, all the way through verse 48 is all about the heart. The Lord is interested in our heart. And so this first part, he's saying, hey, I'm interested in your heart. Don't just not commit adultery. Have your thoughts right and your heart right with me. And the second part of that verse, he says, if you have an eye that offends you, cut it out. If you have a hand that offends you, cut it off. Uh, I don't think Jesus is actually saying, okay, if you have an issue with lust, you need to literally gouge out your eye. If you have an issue with uh, a hand that's leaning towards sin, you have to cut it off. Um, We know that physical operation is not what Jesus is talking about here. I believe that the um, thought that he's getting, getting across is simply this. If there's a sin issue in your life, take care of it. Don't just, don't just push it off. Well, I'll deal with that later. Well, it's not that bad of an issue. No, if there's some, some things that you're allowing to come across your eyes that you shouldn't be looking at, you need to deal with that. If there's actions in your life that you need to deal with, deal with it. And this is the whole thought Christ is getting at in this passage is it all boils down to your heart. Because if your heart is right with the Lord, if your heart is loving the Lord, if your heart is seeking the Lord, if your heart is all about the Lord, there's not going to be room 
for that lust and for that that action even to be in your life. And I think he's also pointing out like extreme measures, like gouging out your eye and cutting off your hand. That's taking extreme measures to deal with sin and realizing that we need extreme salvation from sin. We don't yeah. just need to just like laugh it off. Oh, you know, everybody does it, you know, um, or excuse it, but to really go to him and say, you know, a lot of times sin is very binding to people, but you can go to Jesus and say, Jesus, I need an extreme salvation from this sin problem. Yeah, and this whole, again, what you said a second ago before we even went, went online, the whole thought is our extreme need for Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of this is like you and I, we can't overcome sin in and of ourselves. But Jesus, he faced every temptation that we do, and yet he came out of it without sin, proving of his messiahship. But then when he died on the cross and rose again, man, he gave us victory. And uh, we have in our, our church theme this year is more than conquerors, that we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And so today I just want to encourage you with a couple of thoughts about this. Number one the, air, the actual thing of, of sexual lust and sensual lust, uh, God gives victory over that. You don't have to be bound to that, um, but it comes when we allow him to have the throne of our heart and realizing he is the only one that we can find victory through. And so I want to tell you, there is victory for you. If you're out there dealing with this, reach out, get some help from somebody, from a counselor, from a pastor, from a friend, but ultimately from the Lord. God, I need you to help me to overcome this. But then I also think that there can be a a quick um, application that, of course, in the passage, this is talking about that sensual lust, but lust is just coveting. And the idea is, man, we can go through days coveting things that aren't ours, and it doesn't have to even be something that's sensual. It's just wanting things that aren't ours. And today I should protect my heart not only from the lust of the sensual, but also just from covetousness, from wanting things that aren't mine, from wanting... What was that? Being content with with our life and with our, you know, choosing to really like enjoy our life and our spouse and just all the things that God's given us, realizing his goodness. Yeah, everything in life, just being content with it and protecting our heart from covetousness all around. I hope this will be a help to you. I look forward to tomorrow's verses. We're going to look at verse 31 down through verse number 37 about keeping our word. And I think it'll be a help to us. Again, Christ interested in the heart, uh, not just the outer. He's interested in us loving him from the heart and allowing that to flow into our life. So I look forward to seeing you tomorrow at 930. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Strength for the Day. We would love to hear from you if you have any questions or comments. You can do that by emailing us at strengthforthedaypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we hope that today has been an encouragement.